0: I'm pretty fortunate that this microphone is solid because right outside my door or 50 yards outside my door, there's a road and there's noise, but none of it comes through because this microphone's good. So shout out to this thing. Shout out to all the golfers out there. Uh, Today we're talking about macro problems, big problems, not small problems, big stuff. I find the longer and longer I've been doing this, the more often I'm having conversations about club face. Your club face is fundamental to your direction, and often your swing path is a subconscious reaction to your club face. Think about that, let it soak in for a minute. Maybe I'll play a jingle. Doo 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 doo, no, no, I don't get a jingle for you, but think about that. Often your club path is a reaction to your club face. All right, now your grip is ultimately the thing that will control your club face. I would say it's a product of your grip and your arms primary. So your hands and your arms are primary. There are other things that are secondary, like your shoulders, your body orientation, um, those kind of things. But first and foremost, it's your grip. It's your hands. It's how we use those things. It's how we use that tool to put the club in the position we would like it to be. Now, that's what's cool about golf. Golf is dynamic. It's not static. So every shot can be a little different. Sometimes you need to hook it. Sometimes you need to slice it. Today, I asked a student. He said, well, I want to hit it straight. And I said, hmm, uh, that's cool. He said, well, why'd you react like that? And I said, well, straight's good. I mean, ultimately, I'm here to help you with what you want to do. But um, he's like, wait, you're about to Obi-Wan me, aren't you? and uh i was like well hear me out for a second would you rather be one-dimensional or multi-dimensional and uh he thought about it and he's like yeah i think i would rather be multi-dimensional and i'm like yeah that is the deal so if you want to be well-rounded you want to be good you want to grow with this game you want to have a great long-term skill set we want to be multidimensional we want to understand how to use our hands how to use our club face how to use our swing path to hit different shot styles all right okay okay long intro my name is Tim Connor i'm the host of this podcast i talk and rant about golf golf swing golf instruction and coaching golf that's my career that's what i do and this podcast is my platform to talk about the stuff i get to see you do and be a part of um like i said earlier the more i've done this the more Uh, club face conversations I find myself having because your club face is fundamental to direction. So if you're by chance watching this on YouTube, it will come with some demonstrations when we're specifically talking about our hands, our grip, and our club face. Because today we're gonna talk about the things that people do to grip the golf club incorrectly. And I'm not talking about the 5% of you that might struggle with hitting a ball that curves too far to the left. I'm talking about the 95% of you that are gonna struggle with curving a golf ball too far to the right. And if you're in the 5%, by the way, all of this grip stuff matters because we want our grip to be like our constant, our steady rock. We don't want our grip to be changing and altering day to day, week to week, month to month. We want our grip to be solid over the course of time. And the more solid our grip is, the more we can learn and understand how we use our hands to hit golf shots. Fundamentals of a good grip 101. A good grip is in your fingertips, not deep into your fingers, not running across your hand. We want it diagonal in our fingertips, okay? That goes for both hands. And both of your hands will create one nice working piece, one unit. We don't want our hands and our fingers spread apart. We don't want this. Now, there's traditionally three good. There's three grips that play good golf. There's a baseball style grip where your hands are connected, ten finger style. There's an interlocking style of grip, and there's an overlapping style of grip. Okay, interlocking is when your index finger and your uh, pinky finger connect. Overlapping is when your bottom hand overlaps uh, your pinky onto the index finger of your top hand and rest just like that. Your, how you grip the club matters as far as those three things, but here's my basic recommendation. Small to medium hands, consider using an interlocking grip. Newer golfers might find it more comfortable to use a baseball st- style grip, but eventually I would convert to a interlocking or an overlapping style of grip. Those two grips are the most popular that are used amongst the best players in the world. And if you have small to medium hands, interlocking is generally better. Large to extra large hands, overlapping is generally better. And if you're somewhere in the middle, you're like a large size golf club, chances are you could go either way. You could go either way, either way. So if you have small hands, you could have an overlapping grip. That's fine. I'm giving you generalities to work off of. And if you don't have a pre-existing thought or notion, go with what I'm recommending here. Uh, There's a reason for all this, there's a method to all this madness, okay? So let's talk about stuff that players do wrong, that likely you're doing wrong right now. Yeah, right now. Stop where you're at, grip the club, you're probably doing this wrong. Um, The first is that the top hand, the left hand for a right-handed player, generally isn't rotated enough Uh, to the right, to the right, let's call it, for a right-handed player. Rotating our hand enough to the right. So there's a couple key checkpoints here that you can use to help you have a good grip. The first is, there's a crease here formed between my hand and pad of my hand. Basically, if you touch your thumb to your hand, there's a crease. We want that crease pointed up towards our trail shoulder. For the right-handed golfer, that's our right shoulder. All right, now that means your hand is rotated far enough to the right for the right-handed golfer, and if it's done so, we should be able to see roughly two knuckles, these two knuckles on my left hand, my top hand, for the right-handed golfer. Now, and that means without peeking, so that's looking down at your golf ball without shifting your head. Two knuckles should be visible if your hand is rotated far enough to the right. Now the bottom hand, we want to support that top hand, and create a nice pocket for our thumb. And if done well, the thing, the grip is gonna be, again, more in our fingertips, not deep down in our fingers. If it's in our fingers, it's going to be, your wrist orientation is gonna be cockeyed uh, like this. If it's in our fingertips, our wrist orientation is gonna be more neutral like this, not like that. When I say like this, I mean my hand is in a straight vertical line if when i say like that i mean your my hand is angled downward and that is by far and away one of the most common mistakes amateurs make gripping the golf club they want the club in deep in their fingers that feels comfortable it feels strong but it's not a good golf grip and it doesn't allow the golf club to work for you and it makes it much harder for your club face to close and rotate properly and effectively Now, anytime a person talks about grip, you could certainly cite just about any style of grip that has played good golf over the course of time. You can learn to use and manipulate your hands to almost make any kind of grip work, uh, including, what would you call that if you reverse your hands? uh, Cross-handed, including cross-handed grips. So, but what I'm saying here is the path of least resistance is less resistant. So if you have a more conventional grip, one that supports your golfing goals, it's gonna be easier to get to where you wanna be. If you have a weird ass unique grip, you can likely play pretty good golf, but you're gonna probably run into a plateau somewhere because your grip might be limiting you from playing better golf. Um, If we were to sample 100 of the best male and female players in the world, And if we were to pull them or take pictures of their grips, we would see a lot of these same similarities I'm talking about today. So there is a roadmap to success uh, for what good players do. Let's learn from those mistakes, not, um, not try to reinvent the wheel. I think many times players get a little married to their grip because they've been doing it for a long time. And hear me out on this, grip changes are always uncomfortable. They stink. They're like, they're not fun at all. Changing your grip is, it sucks. It's just, it's tough. And it just takes a lot of repetition. A best practice for that repetition is just getting the club in your hands every day, picking a club up and practice gripping that club. Okay. Just get the club in your hands every day, a little bit every day, a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there. And you're going to start to become more and more accustomed to your new grip. I think I covered all of the grip fundamentals with you today. It's basically, we want our hands together, okay, not separated, that's important. We want the club in our fingertips, not deep into our fingers, we want it in our fingertips running at a slight diagonal. We want the creases pointed towards our trail shoulder. So when I move my thumb to my hand, I want that crease pointed towards my trail shoulder when I'm gripping the club and um we want two to potentially three knuckles visible on the top hand um i I could say one to three knuckles two is really the sweet spot three tends to be a little strong when i say strong more of a closed face one tends to be a little weak when i say weak more of an open face there's actually pro and cons to both and there are good players and examples of good players that use both styles of grips so in this situation i would use a little bit of discretion to figure out, you know, do I want my grip to be a little weaker or a little stronger? But here's what I'll leave you with is whatever grip style you choose, please learn to use that grip. And if you want to make a grip change, consider it, take it into strong consideration if you're gonna change your grip. Because changing your grip is changing the foundation and the fundamentals of how we use our hands and how we make shots. And that is what a skilled golfer does is they know how to use their hands They understand how to use their club face to to know and make golf shots. Um, The skill in golf is more so learning to use your hands, not tinkering with your grip. Tinkering with your grip is a classic uh, way to struggle with your golf learning curve. A lot of amateurs tinker with their grip all the time. Have a good grip and take that grip and learn to use it and work shots get comfortable with it get consistent with it have checkpoints if i didn't give you enough checkpoints today let me know what let me know what i missed down below sometimes it's a little bit of a blur recording these things um i want to make sure you have all the information to have a good repeatable grip um that stuff's so important and i know if you're just listening to this maybe you can circle back and check it out on youtube because i will have some examples for you to see as, as as i'm talking through this stuff Anyway, you guys, this has been fun. I like talking about stuff that is meaningful and helps for the golf learning curve. This stuff is very powerful that we talked about today. Um, Get your grip right, get your game tight. And uh, maybe that's a new saying for me. And uh, I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week.